5-4-3-2-1. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul here. Today I'm doing one of my really fun side projects with um, under Real Estate Podcast Show. Uh, I've started something called the Small Business Spotlight Podcast. This is where I get to shine the light on someone uh, either in my own community or in the community of Ontario, which is what we're doing today. Uh, and I've got a wonderful guest to tell you all about uh, what she does. And again, her her small business. And uh, I want to welcome to the show, Pat Jerry. Thanks for joining me today, Pat. Hi, thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So let's start off with Pat. Let's uh, let's just do sort of a little quick bio about you, like a couple of minutes just to find out about, uh, you know, your background, where you're from, and then we'll lead into what it is that you do. And of course, uh, I want to, you know, I want to make sure people find out exactly what you do. And at the end, of course, uh, you'll let them know how to, uh, you know, connect with you and, and find out more. Okay. Uh, my name is Pat Cherry. I'm currently based in Uxbridge, Ontario. I was working in Toronto for about 25 years in advertising, marketing, and research. And I retired and I decided to uh, do something totally different. And uh, I took a course one day, one week in uh, Toronto um, in pottery. Mm. And I absolutely fell in love with playing with clay, as I call it. So okay. I'm like an adult able to play with clay all day. So that started it off and uh, it soon went from being a once a week course into something I was doing several times a week at a studio in Toronto. And then I decided to take the leap as we moved into COVID and do a full-time studio up here in Uxbridge. So I have the pleasure of working in a 150 year old log cabin that's been repurposed as my pottery studio. I love, so it's that. Pretty I love lovely. that part of the story yeah. already, yeah. We're in the rolling hills up in Oxbridge, which is about an hour north of the GTA. And I get to pot at my, um, at my convenience up here. So it's been a wonderful, wonderful project for me. And I've become pretty passionate about it. So um, I got into it. The other thing that was very interesting is as I decided I wanted to spend more and more time at this, I was interested in finding out what other people did. Mm -hmm. So you try and draw a community around you locally. But pre-COVID, when we were traveling quite a bit, I traded my usual cooking class wherever we traveled to a pottery class. So with the help of the internet and the small world around us, I was able to reach out to other makers, other potters. And I've since had the pleasure of working um, with local artisans in places like uh, Japan, India, Sweden, Mexico, Spain, and um, it's brought an incredible um, amount of knowledge and joy to me because the common element is clay, Paul, but yeah. everybody does something different with it. Yeah. They have different aesthetics. They have different types of clay that you work with that have different properties, but it's, it's just wonderful. And it's really a common um, medium across the world. So food is, yes, food is everywhere, but pottery, I found out, is equally everywhere. So that's been very exciting. So that's taught me a lot. And um, that's something I like to incorporate into my own work. You get influenced when you travel. And I, I put that influence into some of my uh, pottery pieces. That's a great story. Obviously, uh, you coming from a business background and, of course, spending, you know, you said 25 years of your life doing 
advertising and marketing. So you obviously have all the uh, the makings of being able to turn a passion into something that, of course, could be, uh, you know, a business for you, a, a side gig, I guess they call it now. Um, but it's such a wonderful thing that you've discovered it. And of course, anytime somebody discovers something that they love to do, for me, um, what I do for a living is is sort of, you know, that's what I do on the side. Um, for me, music is a, a really big part of my life. Um, I started as a musician. I, I moved into uh, actually fitness uh, and health as part of my uh, work and then eventually into real estate. But um, having these other um, passions like you do, uh, I think really is probably, uh, again, the secret to happiness is to be able to uh, I think the saying is to, you know, find something you love to do and then yes. figure out a way to, you know, maybe turn it into a business because as with every business, there's, there's probably a lot of behind the scenes of pottery that um, is, is a lot harder than it seems. Cause my, my, my wife and my daughter have actually taken pottery classes and they love. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. And they, they, they actually have them here on the Danforth. And I, I, I think they actually went one year, um, to do that. And it was a father's day present for me. So I was through them when it was a, actually, it was a coffee mug that I had for so many years and eventually it, it broke, but, um, it was, it was such a great, you know, from yeah. the heart. No, it's, it's, it's fun. It really is fun. Yeah. And the interesting thing for me, Paul is, um, in advertising, I was on the business side of it. I was on account management. So while I worked with the creative people, I wasn't doing the actual creative development. And I think one of the things I found out is uh, I love that side of it. And I didn't maybe know at the time that I had that. But um, again, when you follow your passion, that kind of stuff comes out. So I get pretty excited. It was definitely a hobby. It was something I was doing. I've been doing it now for about eight or nine years. And it wasn't a business idea at all, but it no. just sort of blossomed. And then as we moved co closer to COVID, yeah. I had a lot of time on my hands. And that's when it seemed to make sense to set up the studio up here full time and to be able to go about it as, a, as much as I wanted to, which was well, that was the other thing. If you if you're tied into a studio that you don't own, you've got mm. set hours, you've got to be in and be out or whatever. Of course. But yeah. now that the studio was set up and I had other people tell me, they said, take the take the leap, take the leap. You won't look back. And they were right. But yeah. sometimes you just needed that little oomph or that little push. And yeah. um, that's what happened with COVID. So it worked out. Wow. So again, you're in a, you're in a 150 year old, as you said, log cabin. Yeah. In I'm Oxford? online. I've got pictures of it on my website. It's a very special place. It is. Um, it was originally the lot family home on the third concession here in Uxbridge and the farmer, farmer Brown that had this property uh, moved it over log by log, repurposed it into a, um, um, a blacksmith place and he brought the kids up from Uxbridge high school to make horseshoes back oh. in the 50s and 60s oh wow and yeah. then we ended up getting the property about 22 years ago and we finished it off so that it's a proper cabin and it's fully enclosed and it's it just makes for a beautiful uh beautiful thing I look outside and I see nature all around me and the trees and the and the flowers and it's, it's really a nice place to work wow so you actually have had this place before the pottery well before. And in fact, well if I can take wow. a moment okay. to tell you the story, my husband, as a wee boy, came up to this property, this farm, mm -hmm. and he was uh, between the ages of about seven to 12. And he came for the summer. He took the train up from Leaside in Toronto 
came up for the summer. This was sort of his summer camp. He helped yeah. work with the farmer and his wife because they had no children. And it was a full-fledged dairy farm. So they needed extra help. So he came up, developed a very strong bond with the family. They, uh, the farmer Brown passed. His wife stayed for a few years. It got to be too much. She reached out to my husband and said, are you interested? He said, no, I can't possibly do this at this point. I'm very sorry. Yeah. And so um, five years later, he dropped a card off uh, visiting the place after dropping one of our kids off at camp and left it with the new owner and just said, you know, I've got this history with the farm. And she was a little unsure of the strange guy driving up. So he left his business card and said, I don't want you to think I'm just sort of stalking out the place. I'm, you yeah. know, this is legit. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward, she phones up and says, guess what? We're going to sell. Are you interested? And, and we jumped on it. So um, he's, he's back in the house. He spent a lot of time with as a kid. He helped build the house he bought 45 years later. So it's a, it's a pretty neat story. That's an amazing story. And that, yeah. and that is weirdly enough, Pat, why I jump into these sorts of opportunities. And, and, and it may not have made sense before, but I hope as you'll find out through this podcast and hopefully another one we do, um, that really storytelling is is so much so much the 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 connecting point mm -hmm. between like everything so basically you know you talked about what you do or what you did before of course what you're doing now uh again the house that you're in and and, and such a great story and i think we've all got at some point in our lives we've all got some of those stories to share um, and of course, you know, the fact that you're doing this now, uh, again, in your area where you live, again, with, 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 you know, with other people who are, uh, again, you know, just as passionate about what they do as you is why I wanted to jump in uh, and sort of share this story, because I'm thinking that someone in, you know, Barrie or someone in Oakville or someone in Quebec, or again, even, you know, further away than that might want to know, you know, what's, what's going on and where you guys, uh, you know, are, are, are making these, uh, you know, these magical uh, memories happen and, and perhaps uh, they might want to uh, come down. So what would be, uh, in your opinion, what would be the best way for someone to, um, to discover, because I'm still learning about how this market works. I actually was hoping to come down there to do some filming, but I just didn't have a chance. Um, so tell me as, as a visitor, uh, what is the uh, sort of what would be the next step for someone who wanted to uh, explore, you know, the studio? And of course, I, okay. I'm guessing that. Okay. Yeah, I'm guessing people would not necessarily come to your personal studio, it would be the um, well, let market. me tell you, there's a, there's a couple different things. First of all, um, the company name, my company name is Green Mantle Pottery. Great. And I have a website, greenmantlepottery.com. Okay. And that has all the details on what I do, what type of pottery, where I can be reached, etc. I do have people to my studio by appointment, but I'm also part of a collective of 18 different small businesses right here in Leafsdale, which is just north of Uxbridge and only an hour away from the GTA. And we do monthly Leafsdale loop days. And that's when all the doors are open and all those 18 businesses open their doors to people coming up to visit. So we have people like myself who are artisans. We have farms, we have markets, we have cider, we have maple syrup, we have museums, historical centers. It's a wealth of um, small businesses in a very tiny area. And Paul, they're only a uh, 10 minute drive from 
from 18 different places. So it's it's quite amazing. And it's this very small concentration. We got together, my neighbor, Lisa and Tila and I decided we wanted to get some collective support across different businesses. And we started this idea a couple of years ago, but then COVID happened. So everything stopped. But then we started it up last spring and the response has been really great. It's been amazing community involvement and engagement. And the towns of Uxbridge and Leafsdale have welcomed us. And um, I think it's a secret because for the GTA, it makes for a perfect day trip. It's an hour away and you've got lots to do. There's food and drink and places to see. You can come up here and see what we make and do. And I think that's what people like. They wanna hear the stories. They wanna hear about these people and how passionate they are about their businesses. So that is called leapscaleloop.ca. And that website will take you to all the people who are open and the details about that. So I'd encourage any of your uh, listeners to try and follow that as well. Well, I definitely think that uh, there is no one that is the uh, a bigger fan. And, and, and I, I jumped uh, into this ship when I became a father. Um, you know, we bought the minivan and we started taking road trips every weekend somewhere with the kids when they were small. So we still uh, are, are big road trip people. And I, and I do recommend everyone, um, obviously, for the most part in Ontario to explore other areas, because not necessarily for even for living, but just for the fact that um, once you jump into like a farmer's market two hours away, uh, you're going to experience, you know, in some cases, a completely like from Toronto to two hours northeast or west, it's it's very different living. It's a whole different lifestyle, as you know, if, if again, you mentioned your husband lived in Leaside, uh, I live in, again, East York, which was actually at one time connected long ago, but uh, again, very similar city, um, you know, living. So getting out there, especially right now, and especially as things, you know, are reopening, and I hope they will continue to do that. So um, I think that's, that's, that really helps. I think people understand what it is that you do, Pat. So thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. And uh, I definitely look forward to having you back soon to, uh, again, sort of catch people up. And of course, uh, anytime that you have something going on, like a, an event or a promotion, uh, the door is always open. Terrific. Thank you so much, Paul. Appreciate your time today. Okay, Thank wonderful. You. Thanks so much. Cheers. Pat. Okay.